got your six with Professor J.R. Bell. Everybody, guess what? You know what time it is. It is I, your one and only, your professoro, the great one. Yes, Demetrius, the one and only Guru Gupta, Dr. J.R. Bell. It's been a minute or two since I did my last podcast. I just want to come on here real quick and get something out here. But hey, I want to tell you right now, if you listen to my last podcast, my last podcast was just my intro. I put my intro out there because I wanted to do that because I'm about to change my intro. I got to spend some more money. It's probably going to cost me about... Another four or five hundred dollars for an intro. I heard somebody told me you can get an intro for cheaper than that. Yeah, but tell me where. And when I asked him to tell me where, he said, I can do it for you. So I gave him, I told him, he told me, What do you want me to say? I'm gonna give you creative reign. This is what my podcast is about. It's not a particular topic, it's just random things you do. And I saw it. Yeah, I, I'm glad I paid that money. My intro was way better. Than what he gave me. He gave me something. It looked like somebody like a like a four year old, like a five year old did it. So I didn't like that. So, you know, it happens. You know, things like that just just manifest itself, and it happens to be you know, and that's the reason why. So, and, I, and, and you know, and I understand you know the reasons why it happened like that, but that's just the way it was. You know. And I understand, you know, that's how it is. And, you know, and that manip- and that actually just, that just showed me what I was getting into and what I needed to do. So I'm going to spend more money and I'm going to get another um, intro, but not right now. I've already bought one. I'm going to get another one. I got to do another intro and outro. So I'm definitely going to do that. And that's going to spend more money for my intro and outro. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to spend a little money. Yeah, and it's going to cost me more, but I know it's going to be worth it. Me doing the intro and outro, it's going to be worth it, me doing that. Because you got to do that. You got to spend money to make money. And I got to make some money, so and I got to do that, and I got to spend that money. So I'm gonna save up and I'm gonna scrimp and save. I'm gonna scrimp and save. Eat some, eat some, eat some, eat some nasty top ramen and bologna sandwiches and make me some wish sandwiches on two slices of bread and wish I had something in between it. But until then, man, you know how it is. I do what I gotta do. Gotta do a hustle and gotta gotta hustle and grind. Now, let's get into what I was wondering. I really wanted to talk to you about. What I wanted to talk to you about is something that someone. I just um, I was with this guy and we had this little combo. I don't know. Little, a little conversation. And the guy had asked me this question. He said, um, he asked me a question. He said, hey, professor, if that's what you are, JR, you're, you're JR Bell. I said, yes, that's correct. So you a professor? I was like, that's correct. I don't think you're a professor. I said, well, let me tell you something else. 
I don't care what you think. See, it doesn't matter what you think. Okay, so you're a professor. Okay, you got a PhD and all that stuff. Okay. Well, what else you got? I'm a United States Marine. Really? He he went like this. Where'd you go to where'd you go to basic training at? Marines don't do basic training. Marines go to boot. Boot camp. It's a difference. Yes, I am a US Marine. I go to boot camp. I don't go to basic training. Sorry, that's not how that's not how Marines are. And I go, there's only two training bases. There's MCRD San Diego, there's MCRD San Diego, and there's MCRD Paris Island. The old days, it was only Paris Island, MCRD Paris Island for men and women, and MCRD San Diego, men only. But now, due to Congress passing the laws, MCRD San Diego is co-edited. It's men and women. They're about to do something, they're about to do something new. Congress is about to do, Marine Corps is about to do something totally new. Again. They are about to make a co-edit, co-edit platoon. That's going to be men and women, like the way the army has it. A, a platoon that's men and women training together. They're not living together. They're going to be trained together. They're going to have, they're going to be in barracks and everything. They're creating, they'll create a whole platoon. Maybe a battalion. Maybe. Never know. You never know. It's going to be a co-edit platoon or battalion. They're going to create it. Fourth Battalion is no longer existing no more. They got rid of it. So that's what that's one thing they did. So now we got that clear. But listen to this. And that's what happens. Okay, so now you understand. So now, so what that's not what I was talking about. What we were talking about was we had a conversation about slavery. He was talking about how how he wants his 40, how the government owes him 40 acres and a mule and he wants his reparation, he, we should get paid and all this stuff. And I told him, I said, let me ask you a question. Your ancestors come from slavery? Yes, my ancestors are all from slavery. Blah, blah, blah. I said, where were you born at? He says, I was born, my ancestors are from the South. I said, what state? I was like, what state? And he was telling me he's from Alabama. Whatever, I think Alabama or Mississippi. One of those two places. He said he said his ancestors are from there. He said that's where his mom, that's where his grandmother's from. Okay, now where are your grandmother from? He's like, I don't know. So I told him, let's get a, let's get a, uh, pull out your phone. Get a membership to Ancestry.com. So he got a membership to Ancestry.com. He looked it up. He looked up his grandmother's family. Guess where they were from? His ancestors, all of them, from the day that all came, his mother, his, 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 whatever, his like 12th grandfather and grandmother were, um, were Puritans. They came on the Mayflower. They were, they were indentured, they were indented, they were indentured servants on the Mayflower. He was like, they were one of the first people of color on the Mayflower. He was like, he looked it up and like, what? Yeah, yeah. On the Mayflower, they weren't a slave. They were paid hand. They were there working off their freedom, their their ticket to come to America. Yeah. (laughs) Then he showed on there how they integrated with the, they left the Quaker, they left the Puritans and stuff, they left the Plymouth Rock to come and they integrated with the indigenous people of that area the Native Americans 
they integrated with them. Yeah. So there, so he's Native American and he's a Puritan. And he's from the first Plymouth Rock. He looked at me and it showed no slavery on his side of the family. We're not talking about his wife. That's totally different. Just his. So we argued about that. I said, so where's that 40 acres in the mill and talking about that money you wanted? He looked at me and he just was like, well, you know what I mean? We are, we need that because of the way, the way the cops did this. He started blaming the police officers. I said, let me explain something to you. And I had to tell him this. I said, well, I'm going to make something more, more, more prudent, more prudent towards you. Listen to this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you something. I said, it doesn't matter what color that cop is. A cop's a cop. Every cop has a job to do. And I said, I'm the first one who will tell you. You go to my Facebook page, I got police officers, ton of cops on my page. Yeah, I like cops. I also hate cops. Don't get me wrong. I said, it's a love-hate relationship. Let me tell you the reason why I love them and I hate them. I love them because I know they have a job to do. I hate them just because of what they, what some of the cops did. See, bad cops ruin it for everybody else. And he looked at me and he goes, what do you mean? I said, a bad cop ruined it for everyone else. Let me tell you something. I know a cop who was in the military. When police officers who were prior military become a cop, but go into law enforcement, they have more compassion than a cop who just graduated high school and went straight into the academy. A cop who just came straight off the streets or came out of college or came straight out of, co- out of college or straight out of high school and, and decided to go in law enforcement, they have no compassion. Because their mindset has not been, their mindset has been has been one-sided. Because they only know what their what their TO, what their TO taught him. And he's all looking at me like TO. TO stands for training officer. I said, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm, I'm educating you nuggets. Okay, remember that, students. A lot of you out there, yeah, not, yeah, you know, my students know to write stuff down. So if you're one of my students, you know you're writing stuff down. Training officer, TO. You know, um, TCB. And I told him, a lot of these cops have this thing, mentality called TCB. Taking care of business. A lot of cops also have a mentality of getting your collars. So, like, here's an example. And in the inner city, in the inner urban area, let's say, in the, in the urban ghetto areas of most major cities. Like, most major, most major areas, urban areas, okay, the ghettos and stuff are usually, like, or usually the west side. No, usually some 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 cities are the west side, east side, or south side. Those areas are usually the bad neighborhood areas. And there's some cities that are north side, but not as much. Most cities are west side, east side, and south side. Give you an example: Chicago, south side of Chicago, bad neighborhood. Um, you go to Cleveland, east side Cleveland. Bad neighborhood. You go to Kansas City, East Kansas City, bad neighborhood. Not no more. They cleaned it up. It's much nicer in areas. You go to LA, it's a community like um, Watts or Compton. You know, Compton used to be a really good neighborhood. It used to be nothing but white people and good neighborhood, good schools. All of a sudden, when black people started moving in and white people started moving out, the neighborhood went down. Used to be a thriving neighborhood, multi-many million dollar people were making money it was out of the 
people came back from the war and people were making good money. That was after World War, after Korea. People started thriving and then it went from Korea to uh, Vietnam and, and it's just, you know, when it went, when, when it came back from World War II, people started buying up houses in that area. Korea, people started buying up houses because they had that money with the government and the GI and all them VA loans and stuff. Good community, great schools, school district, they were throwing money into that area. All of a sudden, the people got old, and as the houses were up for sale, black people started buying it. White people were like, uh, I don't want to live around them. So they started moving out. And droves. Value of houses went down, and the neighborhood went down. Yeah, and that's what happened. So what the reason why I'm telling you that, the reason why I'm telling you all that, students and stuff, is because when he did his thing, he couldn't believe it. He tried to deny everything. I said, no, that's that's proof. Like I told him, I explained to him, not everybody, family, comes from slavery. Now, my side of the family, on my dad's side of the family, they were all freed people. Now, my mom's side of the family, yeah, they come from they come from slavery. My 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 mom says her her mother was lived on a plantation. She was raised on a plantation, so they come from slavery. I can I can vouch for that. But anything else? No, it didn't happen. You know, for things like that. Do I think we deserve it? Uh, yeah. Should we, who should we sue? The country that, that sold it. That would be, we should sue that country. It's like an example. Um, Haiti should sue France and tell them we want, we want our money back. France, will France give it back? Of course not. They're not going to do that because they don't have the money. France don't have the money to give Haiti. If they did, Haiti would be a thriving country. They don't have the money. Haiti, Haiti can actually be a thriving country if they get a person who come in office and can restructure the country to make it better. Meaning that put back to the people. Make the infrastructure better. Instead of making it poor, start slowly but surely building. Not bringing in all these different companies and stuff. No. Work within the, work within the country to make it better. That's what I mean. And that's what I mean like that. See, now for Americans out here, you know, we look at this thing and, and, and we look at things when we look at the, um, the economics of people always say about, I hear people always talk about, you know, slavery and talk about how the cops were this and bad cops and all this stuff, all that. See, a lot of people, I, I, I tell people, like, here's one. I told my girlfriend one time, one time we was out somewhere and I said, racism Racism is everywhere, but there is some racism that you would never know existed because you're not looking for it. The only way you look for it is when you see it. If you look for it, you'll, it'll hit you in the face. If you're not looking for it, you won't see it until you walk away and say, was that some racist, was that some racist stuff? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Me and my girl, me and my old, me and my girlfriend, we went, we went to this one store. We were in, um, we were in Palm Desert, Palm Desert, California. Yeah, we were in Palm Desert, California. The store was not bad. It's not a bad store. I mean, granted, I, I, I mean, I would have done the same thing. I had just, I had just got off work, and and just so happened, my girl, you know, she had her security guard uniform on and stuff. She was a security guard. And I just got off work, and I had changed my clothes. I took off my I took off my 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 uh, my jacket, my cook jacket, and everything. But I had my cook hat on. But I just that's all I had on was my cook hat. And I I I forgot that I had that on, and I had my 
my cover, I have my baseball cap that says E4 on it, Marine Corps. And I and I took it off and then we walked in, I took it off, my she asked me, uh, why are, why don't you take your why are you still got your cook hat on? I said, Oh damn, give me the keys. So I got the keys, I went out and I put that back and I walked back in. My girl was walking around looking at stuff because she wanted to go look, she wanted to go to the store, and it was some kind of um, boutique store. Cause somebody at her somebody at her job told her at the construction site where she worked that this lady there told her that the store in Palm Desert had this particular brace, particular um, um, water bottle. It's like a, a nice water bottle, thermal water bottle. They had it there. And she wanted it and it holds like 48 hours water bottle. Real big one. And it was a really good price. So she sits there and she goes and she's sitting there talking and she's sitting there and she's like, oh, I got to go do this. I got to go do that. And so... While she was in there looking for the water bottle, the lady was follow- this lady was following her everywhere. Lady was going around everywhere she went, she followed her. Kept following her. Kept following her. And the more and then when I came in, I stood at the door because I'm the one I'm the one paying for it. I stood I stood by the register. And the guy asked me, he the 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 guy behind the counter, he was um he was part of the alphabet, the LBGTQ plus IA community. And he goes, can I help you? And I said, oh, no, no, no. My, my girlfriend's in here shopping. I'm, I'm staying here because I'm, I'm the one that's going to be paying for it. She ain't got no money. She don't have no money. I got money. You know, so I'm the one paying for it. He goes, oh, okay. You can go back there. Nah, that's okay. Because if I go back there, she's going to want me. She's going she gonna to want to spend more money. We don't want to do that. And he started laughing. We both started laughing because he understood the joke. He got the joke. Yeah, I ain't trying to spend no more than what it, what she got. So she finds it, and the lady was like, "Um," and then because she had that, she looked like you know she had a, she looked her toe up from the flow up because her security uniform, and she didn't she didn't try to be nice and about it or anything. The lady told her, um, she goes, "Ooh, she saw this pretty blouse." She goes, "How much is that blouse?" She goes, "Uh." A lot of money. A lot of money. And I heard it. A lot of money. She goes, well, how much? Way. I don't know. I don't know. You have to go. I don't know. Probably 200, 300, maybe. So my girl's like, two, 300. And it was yellow because her favorite color is yellow. So she was like, and at that time, I just, I had just got my, my at that time I just got my 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 other stimulus, and my I had my other stimulus check, you know, and that was the other fifteen hundred that I got, or whatever thousand something that I got, and I had that in my account. So she's like back there, and she's like, you probably can't afford it. It's cold. She goes, so so, so she likes it. She says, I really want this. So she grabs it. She goes, I don't know. Let me see if I let me see let me see how much uh, I really want. It. So she wants it. She holds on to it. And just would not let go of it. And so she goes, do you have this? She goes, she, she, she goes and she's like, do you have this water bottle? Oh, you mean the Austrian crystal water bottle? And she goes, yes, that one's $400. Holds 48 hours. Do you have a smaller one? She goes, no, we do not. So she's like, no, that's okay. I don't want that one. Because it didn't have her color, no yellow. It was all pink and purple and colors that she didn't like. 
So we get there. So we get there and we're standing there and she walks up to the counter and she looks at me and she goes, I want this. I said, where's the water bottle at? I didn't find it. I want it. Just give me this. I don't care. Give me this. I want this. I said, do you know what just happened to you? I don't care what happened. Just buy it. Please just buy this. Oh, this lady. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I bought it. We get in the car and we're driving away and I go, let me tell you something. I want my, I want my, I want my $400. When you get your money, give me my 400. She goes, oh, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Matter of fact, I'll give it. She looked in her account. She checked her account. She said, I got it now. I'll give it to you right now. I just want that. I don't understand what's wrong with that goddamn lady. Just give, give me the money and I'll tell you. So she zelled me the money. I really didn't want the money, but it was the principle for that reason. So I get the money. She zells it to me. She tells me the money. I was good. I get the money. Here's what happened. She asked me. And then we're driving away because we're going back to um to our going back to our place, our our apartment. And then I tell her, I and, and then we stopped to go get something to eat. She said, "You got four hundred dollars, so you can afford to buy dinner." I said, "Yeah, no, I can't. I got to pay rent. That's what I want that money for, so I can go pay rent." Sorry, don't have the money. She went, "Oh." She didn't realize that, yeah, I had to pay rent. So that was the money for paying rent. Okay, good. So we went and got the money to go pay rent. I went to go pay rent. She got happy. She didn't get mad at me on that. She understood pay rent. She like, that's why I said you give it back. She I didn't I wouldn't have asked for it back, but pay rent. So we go and get something to eat. And then I told her, Do you know that lady was being racist to you? No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. Because everywhere you went, she followed you. Oh, that's okay. That's not okay. Because while you were in there, two white girls stole something. Stole two things, stole four things out of there and walked out. The gay guy took a picture of each one of them. He videotaped them stealing. And he said he going to turn it into his big boss. I, I pointed it out and he, you know, did that. She's like, oh, really? Yeah. She called me a liar. It never happened. You're lying. You're lying. I said, you know what? It don't matter. I, yeah, I'm a liar. Whatever. Keep it to yourself. And she thought, and she, and she didn't, and she just looked at me and, and called me a liar, said I was a liar and everything. So you know what I said? Whatever. I kept it to myself. I kept quiet. I didn't say nothing. I kept it to myself. And I stayed to myself. I didn't say anything. I stayed, I, I stayed to myself. I didn't want to, I didn't want her to know anything. I just stayed to myself. And guess what happened? A couple days later, we looked in the, we looked on the news because I like watching local news. And on the local news, that store, that store ha- got hit with a lawsuit because a girl, a, a black lady, walked in there and was racially profiled. Even though she had the money to buy some stuff out of there, she felt that she was racially profiled. And she videotaped it of the lady following her. Said, see what that lady did. Look at that. And then she goes, Oh, that's what she did to me. That happened to me. Aha. So now, the reason why I, the reason why I'm telling you that about my girl, that there's nothing, nothing bad or anything. It wasn't nothing bad or anything. We still she liked that blouse. And then till she um she liked that blouse. I mean that blouse was good. Until one day um she was out somewhere. She went with her sister somewhere, with her sister or family somewhere, and got a rip. They, they went to Big Bear. And she jumped in the water to go swimming or something and ripped it. It was a favorite. She spent all that money. Yeah. 
And she ripped it. I didn't too much care. You know, that's her money. She did what she wanted to do. I love her too. I always love her. Yeah. So now, the back to what I'm saying. There's racism that's called underlying racism that you never know that there are races. There are some people that you never would suspect they're being racist. Black people, people of color, black and brown, are racist against their own kind. Let me tell you why. Let me show you an example. I'm, I'm going to show you an example. Okay? And what happens is, I'm going to show you a really good example. What happened? This is what happened. Um, um, there's this thing, there's this underlining thing that happened. Well, there was this, um, let me tell you what happened. Let me show you how. There's this thing where um, Bill Cosby even said it best. He said that people that are famous will tend to forget where they come from. They will forget where they come from. Rappers, not all rappers, most rappers, when they when they come up in their money, they don't go back in the neighborhood. Even though they rap about the hood that they lived in and, and they go in that hood, they talk about the drugs and slanging and all that stuff. They don't talk, they don't live there. They move out of the hood. Here's another one. And I'm gonna tell you this one. This was right here. This is juicy. Listen to this. One. This is real juicy. Be- listen to if you did, if you already knew, if you knew about this, if you knew about this one, repost this. If you didn't know about it, you need to know. But if you knew about this one, repost this. Repost this right here. Okay, this is gonna be blow mind blowing. The rapper, the rapper, hip hop artist, rapper Rick Ross. They call him Rose. If you don't know, if you if you if you're into hip hop, you know who Rose is. Rick, Rick Ross, not Freeway Ricky, not Freeway Ricky Ross, but Rick Ross, the rapper. They call him Rose. Let me tell you something about him. That guy's a multi-millionaire, owns a lot of Wingstops. He gifted his son a Wingstops for his birthday. Yeah, he did. For his birthday, gave him Wingstops as a gift. He doesn't run it. He has people to run it, but that was one of his gifts. So when he gets older, he'll have he'll have what you call. He'll have generational wealth. Smartest smartest thing to do gave him generational wealth. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that I want you to know. Gave him generational wealth. Now listen to this and listen good. Rick Ross was a was a was a was a um here you go, students, write this down. The word CO. CO is an acronym standing for stands for corrections officer. That's what that means. CO stands for corrections officer. Okay. That's what that means. Stands for corrections officer. That's what that means. Stands for corrections officer. Yeah, it means CO. It means corrections. Yeah, corrections officer. He was a. He was a. Um, he was a high. He was a. He worked in the prisons, or worked at a prison, or is it a county? He worked in a prison or a county jail. It's one of those two. But he was a CO. If he was a county jail, he would be um, a. Tr- he would be um, a, yeah, a CO. Same thing, corrections officer. Usually that means you worked in prison if you're a CO. It means state prison or federal. 
But I, I wouldn't say federal. I'm a, I would think more of a state prison. I would think more of a state prison for him. Yeah, that's where he worked at. And he, ra- and he rapped about getting these bags of money and stuff. He never got those bags of money like that. He was an honest person. He just raps about that because, like, I, like, like I'm going to tell you. for I'm going to tell you something that I want all of y'all to understand. A lot of these rappers weren't even, weren't living the hood life. Now, let's say, Takashi 69 yeah, he was living that hood life. He was all about that hood life. He rapped about it. He was all about that hood life. Does he need to be about that hood life? No, he should not be about that hood life. But he was. Yeah, Takashi was all about that hood life. So he was about that hood life. All these other rappers, a lot of these rappers, they weren't about their hood life. Now, let me, now I'm going to give you an example that I want you to know about when it comes to... Like I, the reason why I talk about that when it comes to racism is that he made all that money. Does he live in the hood? No, he doesn't. Here's one. LL Cool J. Well, no, LL... No, no, no. LL's a good rapper. He's from New York. No, we're not going to talk about that. The Wu-Tang Clan, half of them, they live in their neighborhood. So they're good. Um, um, uh, Run DMC, they're from Hollis, Queen. They live in Hollis, Queen. So they... So, see, I would say... I will give you an example. New York rappers, they live the lifestyle. They live, they live in their neighborhoods because that's where they're from. They're from Bronx, they're from Brooklyn, Bedford style They live back in Bedford style They didn't go move way out in some BFE area out in the rich neighborhoods. Like, oh, except for um uh, maybe um Sean Combs, Diddy. He probably went to the Hampton stuff. Now, oh, now here's something. If you didn't know this, now you're gonna know. But if you knew about this, repost my podcast, repost this podcast. But if you didn't know about this, Keep listening. Did you know that Sean Diddy Combs was? There's videos of him doing this, living this lifestyle, on this particular lifestyle, alternative lifestyle. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't think he's part of the L. I don't think he's part of the alphabet, the LBGTQ plus IA community. I don't think he was, but I know he lived that lifestyle because a lot of rappers did. I'm gonna do a podcast about that, about rappers and also people in Hollywood. Who were part of the out part of the um the some that were on the down low? Oh, do you know that in Atlanta, racism is rampant in Atlanta. Reason why? Because in Atlanta, women having a hard women are having a hard time finding men to date because a lot of the men in Atlanta are on the DL. Because here's an example. Well, the reason why I say that is where the people say, "Well, that's not racism." No, let me tell you. This is what I mean. Okay. What a woman won't do, uh, a guy will go and find a man that will do it. A, 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 um, a gay man will sit there and say, I can do what she won't do. What? You want a BJ? I got you. You, wanna, you, wanna, you want me to toss your salad? I got you. You want the, want the booty gang? I got you. Yes. Yeah, it's like that um, thing, the guy um, Felice Johnson from uh, look up Felice Johnson boondocks it looks for man booty that kind of stuff okay now we good I've made it brief and quick we good now you understand now here's what I'm going to tell you the reason I said about the racism part you be like that's not racism yeah it is it's a little humorous okay now you understand mm. hold on I'm, hold on I'm drinking some coffee listen carefully Listen very carefully. A lot of times, the underlying racism is like undertones, words, things. 
Like, like here's an example. Black people say the N word. Black people say the N word. I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this one word that means that N word. Okay, this right here represents the N word, ninja. Okay, I'm gonna use ninja for the N word. So every time you hear me say ninja, that means the N word in this context. A lot of black people will go around saying, "What's up, my ninja? What's up, my ninja? Hey, you ninja, you ninja," and they, and they don't mean nothing between between two people of color. But when um, a white person says, "Hey, you ninja," they get mad. Or when a, a when a white woman says it, they get mad. People get mad. I don't understand why. I never understood that. My I never understood the mentality of the mindset of that. But they get mad. They get real mad. And I go like, "But you say the word," and they go, "But you can say it." Eh. Try um, look up Family Guy. End of the world when um, Peter goes to the hood and says that word, and they made him king, king of the black people. That's hilarious. I am gonna say it like this: If you watch, if you like Boondocks, you're my kind of people. I like you. If you like Family Guy and all that hilariously racial stuff, all hilarious, ooh, stuff that ooh, them jokes. You're my kind of people because why? Because you can laugh at something and don't take it personally. That's what I like about you. You don't take it personally. That's what I'm talking about. When you don't take it personal, I like you. You're my kind of people. Okay? That's what I'm saying. So now you understand, okay? I'm about to cut this shorter. I got to cut this short because I've been... I've been, I didn't want to go... I didn't want to be all dark about the racism and stuff. I just made light of it. We're having fun. Okay? So this is your professoro, Dr. Demetrius J.R. Bell. I love you. I appreciate you. Like I said, if you learned something, if you didn't know about something, if you knew about some of these things that I talked about, repost, repost my podcast. So let everyone else know about it. If you didn't know about it, now you're educated. When I ask you to repost it, eh, you can if you want to, but you learned something. So I want you to learn. I'd rather educate you than not educate you. All right. Hey, I love y'all. I'm going to catch you in the next podcast. All right. Y'all going to have some fun. I got to go take care of some business. TCB. Write that down. Take care of business. Yeah. There's a video that I'm going to I'm gonna podcast on it. I want to do a podcast about the, um, the movie um, Soylent Green. But uh, I'm, I'm a classic movie buff and stuff. But, you know, hey, tweet your song. But if you like Boondocks and you like Family Guy. Some people like American Dad. Eh, American Dad, okay. In the tidy whities uh, But if it's just, I like, I like. Yeah, I like American. Seth MacFarlane was really good, but I more or less like Family Guy because I like how she, I like how Meg, I like how Lois sat there and said, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, me and him, that was twelve inches ago." Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when she was talking about the black guy, that was her that they used to date, and he goes, "Y'all used to date? Yes, yeah, twelve inches ago. You mean? I mean, yeah, that was." Yards ago, and she's joking stuff like that about, oh, yeah, and she's reminiscing about the good times and how long and big and everything. Yeah, you gotta like that. That was hilarious. And Peter's getting all mad and stuff. And then when he, when he, when she was choking, and she he turned it upside down, started back. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. You gotta like, you gotta watch that. Okay, all right. I'll catch y'all on the next podcast. And it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be, it's gonna be like this, a little more humorous and stuff. But I'm gonna give you stuff that if you didn't know about, if you knew about it, I want you to repost it. But if you didn't, 
You're going to educate yourself. All right. I'll catch you later. Catch you in the next episode. Bravo 6, going dark.